Hey, welcome to Doing Life with Ken and Tabitha. We are so pumped that you're tuning into this podcast. It has been designed for people just like you. We want to do life with you. Share our wins, our defeats, our ups and our downs in hopes that you'll grow closer to God and to the people that you love in your life. Sit back and enjoy today's podcast. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome again to Doing Life with Ken and Tabitha. I got my main man, Pastor Chris Estrada, <laughs> here with me again. Pastor Chris, you're awesome. Thank you. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You're I'm awesome. honored. He's a wonderful gift, anointed teacher of the word of God, but also has a prophetic vein that he just mm. flows in. Does that just come natural for you, man? It actually did. I think I was discipled that way, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm just humbled that I get to be at a live church and get to be with you and stand in this moment here just because there is something so incredible um, about what's taking place in this house with you, your dynamic leadership multicultural can create an atmosphere for God to be literally hosted and host in the mm -hmm. presence of God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the pro it was just kind of how we were built Yeah. coming up and okay. just, we were going to respond to heaven. That's kind of what our thing was uh -huh. learn to live in response to heaven, not earth. I love that. Learn to live in response to heaven, not mm -hmm. earth. Mm -hmm. So if you were like, I've noticed that you operate pretty um, good with the word of knowledge and just, you know, that prophetic vein for somebody else who's just getting started with that. Could you give us any keys about how to grow in that gifting? Yeah. Jumping right in. Uh -huh. You know, I think the word of knowledge is probably an easier way of understanding the supernatural gifts that are given to us according to scripture, uh -huh. because a lot of people are discerning, mm -hmm. not they're not. There's a difference between discernment and suspicion. Yeah. And and suspicion is I think this or I I have enough to know your patterns and your yeah. history to know that you're like this. Yeah. But you have no level of compassion to help them or call them forward. That's right. suspicion. Right. When it's discernment is I see this, I see the patterns, I know the history, yeah. but I'm discerning that if you do this this and this, I can call you forward. Yeah. And so there's that's that word of knowledge that starts to work as discernment. Mm -hmm or reading the room, mm -hmm. reading the situation. You ever walked by somebody in the mall mm -hmm. and you just can recognize something's off? No, I haven't. No, yeah, I mean, but a lot of people would be like, no, I, I you know, they're yeah. not, they're just not tuned in. Maybe. No. And I think it's, again, that's where I was going too. It's like, <laughs> just, you, you're, and there is some people who are like, no, I haven't had that. <laughs> right. But, but you, here's what you have had. You've had per people stick out to you. Okay. And you don't understand why you've had people go, I could actually help them with this. Uh -huh. And you're like, why do I get involved? And you have an intuition. Exactly. You have you something. You feel this yeah. pull. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when, when we operate in the words, and I say we like we as a family, like yeah. Erica and our four kids, there's just at some level, there's this developed trust with God that what he's showing us is not off. So whether they receive it or not, doesn't mean that wow. I'm wrong. Okay. Sometimes people fully reject. I've had people uh -huh. who I've known their name their kids' names, uh -huh. knew exactly what needed to be prayed for and didn't want it. Yeah. And I'm I, I, I'm, not, to me, I'm like, this, the, the gifts of the ministry are to confirm. Yeah. They're to show their oh, signs of so wonders. There. Oh, and, Lord. And so you're there. missing God yeah. as a result of whether you're hurt or rejected or you're uh -huh. just rejecting. You're in rebellion. Yeah. So I, I, 
my kids and I would just kind of develop confidence. Not that, well, they didn't want it. It was more like, uh -huh. you know what, Lord, I did exactly what you told me to do right. and they didn't get it. Yeah. That's not on me. Yeah. There are so many ways that I can go with this conversation. Yeah, I know. I, I feel it. Because, yeah, <laughs> like I have so many questions and I really respect who you are as a man of God. But I think the um, most, in, most impressive thing about you is as a parent mm -hmm. and we were in a meeting where i saw not only you stand up and give a prophetic word but then your 13 year old daughter stood up mm -hmm. commanded the room with <laughs> hundreds of people and spoke a prophetic word yeah. calling people out by name and i said i suck as a parent <laughs> so can you please help the rest of us who are just like Oh my God, can I, I get my kid to clean up I, the room? No, no, let's hear from heaven and move the atmosphere. Talk to me. How how has that happened? You know what? I'm gonna join you in the bucket of suck. Uh -huh. I'm gonna join you in it because it's not me, it's mostly my wife, and I'm uh, not gonna take credit for a move. But I don't believe it. Obviously, we, this is something we go after pretty hard as a family. Uh -huh. And um, you know, it's I'm just so proud of our kids, Jasmine, Elisha, Carissa, Micah, because Again, it's that theme of we respond to heaven. I don't yeah. respond to earth. Okay. So in other words, I'm not going to read the natural circumstances. Uh -huh. I'm going to hear God's heart and move forward regardless of the natural circumstances. So we respond to heaven. So as a parent, the greatest gift I could leave my kids uh -huh. is them knowing God's voice, knowing his word. Hmm. That's the greatest gift. I, I can leave you money, and if you don't know his voice— you'll squander it. I, I can leave you land. I can leave you possessions. I can leave you even in relationships. Mm. But if you don't know God, mm. you don't know his word or his voice, I, I didn't do anything. All right. Now humor me for a moment because I got to get so practical. I'm just that guy. <laughs> okay. How do you get the kids to want to know the word mm. when they don't want to read? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the great thing right now, <laughs> uh -huh. and I'm just telling you what we've done. Uh -huh. I, I, everybody probably has a different approach to it, right. but from an early age. From an early age. And I'm talking like when they were young. Now, I will speak to the teenagers in just a second because parents right. are like, I missed that moment. Right. What do I do as teenagers? Okay. We'll get to that. But from an early age, we would stop our kids all the time. Uh -huh. On the drives to school, depending on the day it was, because there's 30 to 31 days in a month, mm -hmm. we would read Proverbs. Okay. So we'd play it online. Okay, everybody listen for their favorite one. Uh -huh. That's been going on for a long time. We so would on right, the drive to like school from an early age. So the norm is the word. The norm was the word. What's the word say? What's the word say? Or my kids come to me, Dad, I'm scared. Yeah. Okay, let's go find a scripture about yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So we do that. We do yeah. that pretty well. Uh -huh. Um, but all, on top of that, not uh -huh. just the word, but his voice. Uh -huh. Right. We would stop them. It could be we were eating at a restaurant. Uh -huh. We were grocery shopping. We uh -huh. were getting gas. We'd stop them. We put their hand on our heart or their uh -huh. back and say, Hey. What's God saying to you right now? Okay. What's he saying to you right uh -huh. now? Uh, I feel like he's saying, and we made conversation with God, uh -huh. the normal. Okay. We, we, we have done this since they were all uh -huh. little, even my six year old. Hey, Micah, what's God saying to you? Ah, oh, he said, you know, there, uh -huh. there's so much that he'll go into and uh -huh. some of it is him. Yeah. And then, but the piece that I feel leap, Hey, you know why I feel like God's saying that to you? Yeah. This, this, and this, yeah. you know? So my kids have just learned. Uh -huh. over time yeah. and watching their mom and I uh -huh. that we are going to respond to heaven uh -huh. no matter what. Okay. And he's talking all the time. Yeah. His favorite thing is to be with us. Wow. There is, you know, we, uh -huh. we treat, you remember where was Waldo? You remember growing up mm -hmm. and you raced to the library to mm -hmm. get to the new where was Waldo? I book. didn't, but go ahead. I did, but <laughs> before it got stolen, because uh -huh. I went to the school, they would steal all the okay, books and right, sell them. Right. Anyways, but, but um, everybody would go to the where's Waldo and the whole 
thing of the book is to find this one character, Waldo. Okay. We treat God's voice like that. Oh, wow. Here's a, a mass painting, a lot of moving parts. There's people playing, people eating, people sleeping. People. Where's Waldo? We treat God's voice. He's not hard to find. Yeah, yeah. He's, his voice is very significantly different from every other voice. Yeah. And so we wanted our kids to just really hone in on that. Uh -huh. Practically speaking, it taught them... I can check in with God. I can hear from heaven. I don't yeah. need my parents to tell me. Yeah. Uh, my pastors, they'll come and confirm it, but I, I can hear God for myself. Right. And that developed this posture that they were going to respond to heaven. Well, that's interesting. You know, I know um, there's so many parents probably listening, watching, and their uh, their kids are all over the place with their spiritual maturity and, you know, even their age. Mm -hmm. And so for me, even when I tell my kids sometimes, what is God saying? They're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I get that can one you, too. Yeah, can you I just, do. I get it. Jazzy's yeah. done that to me. I mean, yeah. I mean, but it's almost like, "Hello, are you there?" Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You know the words coming out of my mouth. That's like, right. Do you, you you believe in Jesus? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you heard his voice? No. Like so, yeah, for yeah. Me, how do I coach them to the place where that's their desire? Because mm. that it seems like it's yeah. that for you that you've gotten your kids to the place where that's the desire. Yeah, like, I want to hear his voice like an adult. There's nothing better than modeling it. I always tell people devotion, like people want to do family devotions. I always tell people devotionals are great, but a devoted life is better. Okay. And I, I we do devotionals, uh -huh. um, but we are super intentional. Like the nature of what Eric and I do, we travel across the planet. Uh -huh. We minister in conferences and churches, and we're in these rooms that are just absolutely dialed. Mm -hmm. And presence of God is everywhere. When they go to a great church, you know, we just, we go to a, a great um, word church. It fills our heart it, from, from the kids ministry, the youth ministry, all my family's being touched by all these different places in the church. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I really feel has been the separating factor for us as the Estrada family mm -hmm. has been what we call family church. Okay. And so once a week, I, we will pull into the living room, turn on the Apple TV, go to YouTube, and we will put on three worship songs. Okay. And so most of these songs, um, you know, it's Hillsong kids. I don't right. know. It's it's Bethel kids. It's right. Elevation kids. Because my kids are young, and right. my 15-year-olds can still get down with it, right? So we'll worship for three songs. That's all of 12 minutes, maybe. Mm -hmm. And then I bring open the Word, and I always share a story. <laughs> the, the Bible literacy issue is really big, so I don't want my kids— I don't need them just knowing, you know, Daniel chapter 7, how that correlates with Revelations chapter 4. You know, like, I, mm -hmm. I need them to know— the story, the parable of the sower, right? The the widow's son from Nain, right? You know, I need them to know those. So I will take that. We'll read it, and then I'll take one attribute, like it's a one point sermon to my family. Uh, there's Eric and I. Uh -huh. There's a 15 year old all the way to a six year old. So the the uh -huh. speaking range has got to be absolutely at a surface level, if you will. Yeah, but you're giving us dimes exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I, I maybe unpack that another seven eight minutes. Uh -huh. Then we put everyone in the middle and we say, what do you want prayer for, for one thing, uh, uh, this week? And you know, my son will say this, my daughter will say this, my other daughter, this one, my other son, this one. Um, and so each one has a turn to go in, uh -huh. make the request. And then everybody prays for them. Everybody prays for each other. So there's six of us. One's in the middle. Oh, man. Five of us pray for that person. Okay. Next one. Five of us pray You're for You're giving person. us some Next. real nuggets. I'm, that's, I'm that's what I'm practicing. Yeah, it's very practical. What you ask. That's I'm, what I'm asking because so, I'm trying to figure out what I'm not doing. Well, number one, I think we're doing some good things, of course. Sure. But there's some things that I'm not doing. And I, and I think that that's going to help 
people. Well, there, and let me ex just explain the reason why we do this. And, and then at the end of that family church, we always do like, hey, daddy's schedule is this. I'm out of town. I'm in town. We're doing this. We've got this birthday party. we got this parent-teacher meeting. We, you know, like we my wife and I will meet together, yeah. but we won't involve the kids as much. And my, I think that's a huge thing. I think it is. And, uh -huh. and I, I, there's my wife and I, we try to pray as often as we can. We have a normal prayer time is Friday mornings. Uh -huh. I know everybody's like praying together every day together. Uh -huh. And I'm like, when you got kids... That's yeah, really tough. Yeah, Everybody's we, like, take communion at night. I'm like, have one no, kid. If see I'm what happens with my wife, she's too loud and she's all <laughs> over the place. I like, I like my time. I tell more. Erica too. I want to, I want to pray, not be at a prayer meeting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, we got different styles. But I, I will say that I want my kids to see me worship in my living room the exact same way I worshipped at the front of a live church. Right. I, I want them to see me worship in the stadium uh -huh. in front of tens of thousands of people that I'm about to preach to, just like I did in yeah. the living room. That's rich. To, I, I want them to see, because daddy's not fake. Yeah. And this is real. Yeah. And so they've learned that worship with God is the, ev the absolute everything. And I told my kids, I sat them down, I said, listen, we're funny, we cut up, we're sarcastic, we love each other, but we, you know, we're, we're family. I said, but I want our home to be a place where the Holy Spirit dwelt. He said, the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. The birds of the air have nests. The foxes have holes, right? The Son of Man has no place. I want him to lay his head here. I want oh, him wow. to feel like he is yeah. celebrated, not tolerated, uh -huh. that he is welcomed and always invited to I stay. And so I said, so be careful how you talk about each other in other rooms. Be careful how you get mad at mom and I. We'll be careful to steward our words over your life. Uh -huh. The whole goal of our family is to host God's presence. Yeah. And family church just helps enhance that. So my kids, I'm not saying they're running to the living room every time there's family. Hey, guys, we're doing family. Oh, I'm on a video game. I know it'll still be there, uh -huh. but this family church will not. Yeah. Come on, let's get, let's get after it. Yeah. Um, we just... The prioritizing of it. Is there anything else that comes to your mind, practically speaking, to get your kids there? Um, the family meetings, the conversations, yeah. the did you hear from God? Anything else sticks out to you? I bring in the voices of others. Okay. Um, so there are seven men that Elisha, let's just take my oldest son. There are seven men around the nation mm -hmm. that if he is uncomfortable about coming to me, mm -hmm. he can call them. Okay. And he's done it. That's good. And, and I've told him, I said, Son, there might be some certain things. As your dad, I get it. Mm -hmm. you, you might need another layer. Wow. I have developed covenant relationship with these seven men uh -huh. that if you were to call them and, and perhaps tell me later mm -hmm. or never even tell me, I'd be okay with that because mm -hmm. I trust them. Wow. And so every birthday, like for Elisha this year, I had all of them film a three to four or five minute video okay. of Elisha, you're 15. Here's what's going on. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Um, and they were given words, words of knowledge. They're given scripture. Um, one of them said, hey, Elisha, your generation is, can teach you to be very surfacey, but I'll never forget the line. He said, Net, uh, Netflix uh, specials, Hulu originals, and popular music will never be enough for you. You're different. Wow. I mean, just uh, they're going, marks. ah, yeah. Yeah, that marks. And that's happened every birthday yeah. since he was six. Woo. Every birthday. I got to get seven people. I'm telling, and I'm telling, and they're not, not all of them are pastors. Yeah. yeah. They're just godly men. Godly men. But they, we do that with the women too. So I have, there's several women uh, that my wife has chosen to speak to our girls. I've chosen to speak to the men. Uh -huh. That has helped enhance the go after God, trust God, be available to God. And um, I, we don't bat a thousand as parents. We make big mistakes yeah and, yeah and we've got the same concerns about today's issues and culture uh -huh. i mean my son just hit me yesterday uh -huh. 
This is the first time he's in public school. Mm -hmm. um, he just doesn't do good in homeschool. He's a very big socialite, mm -hmm. but can be in the background too. Anyways, he just hit me and said, Dad, I just overheard a teacher telling one kid it's okay to feel like this, and it's a gen in the gender that they're not. Yeah. Or, you know, I just got assigned a report to go study something satanic. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, wow, we're in it now. But yeah. he's had so much foundation he called and was like can you believe how crazy this is right this is so wrong what if yeah. i did a report out of the bible about what's intent i mean he was just like yeah. i was like let's do this that's that foundation but that's exactly what it is that's so good so if you was to give like maybe a closing thought to a parent um that's trying to raise a godly child um or even maybe dealing with a child that's a tad bit difficult mm. what comes to mind anything yeah 100 percent. uh-huh you know and this is why we wrote about it but we, you know, you brought up one time in a conversation, you, you reminded me of this scripture. You said, Paul said, although you have 10,000 instructors or yeah. teachers, yeah. you only have one spiritual father. Yeah. And the reason what makes that voice, that one voice drown out 10,000 voices and that volume can never hold a candle to that one voice mm -hmm. is that father, us as fathers, mm -hmm. speak to three specific areas in our children, mm -hmm. identity, mm -hmm. protection, and provision. Okay, say it again. Identity. I like to say personality, but today's world, I need to say it. Identity, identity protection, protection, provision. Let me run through this in 30 seconds. Okay. Identity, I am establishing who you are. Right. So I'm going to pray like that. I'm going to give scripture like, you're a man of God. You're a woman of God. You're right. called of God. Even naturally speaking, a man establishes the identity or he establishes the It's all the scripture too. Yeah. Yep. So spiritually, naturally. They take on your last name. Yeah. They, I mean, they take on a lot and of that's this. why the father is so important. Th and there you go. We live in a day and time where people want to act like the father might not be needed. Um, but the father's more needed now than ever. 100%. But there's these single moms too. Mm -hmm. They're like, how does that apply to me? Mm -hmm. I want to tell the single moms whatever you're not god's a good father yeah. and he'll make up whatever you don't have or can't yeah. give he yeah. will find a way so don't lose faith just because there's not a man in the house and don't rush to get a man in the house god will make it up okay so identity's huge the second piece of that mm -hmm. is protection mm -hmm. protection is i'm not just gonna i'm not establishing just who you are in identity mm -hmm. i am now establishing what the boundaries are in your life mm. So in other words, I'm not just going to protect my kid from getting bit by a snake or, uh, you know, falling off a cliff or mm -hmm. getting in a fight. I'm also going to protect him from laziness. Yeah. So I'm good. also going to protect him from getting comfortable. Yeah. I'm also going to protect him uh, from poverty mindsets. Yeah. I'm here to protect you. Mm -hmm. So um, and the third one, identity protection provision yeah. is we've taught our kids, hey, you know, mom and I make what we pray freely make wise financial decisions. Yeah. But that's not all we're providing. Your last name mm -hmm. is a reputation. Yeah. And when, as, as the Estradas, we want to be known as people of integrity and character so that when we pass and they hear, oh, you're an Estrada, mm -hmm. there's a dignity that's attached to wow. that. Yeah. And so as I'm providing for you, I'm mm -hmm. not just giving you an inheritance. I'm not just paying for colleges and weddings and uh -huh. helping out with my grandkids. Yeah. I'm also giving you a good name in the earth. Come on. Man. So that when I pass, mm -hmm. you can still leverage that. Mm -hmm. And I've given a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. children. 
children's children. children. And so there's so much more to that. Yeah. That resource limitless yeah. influence. Yeah. And that's that unpacks that on a lot more. And that's what I was going to say. You have a resource about parenting. Mm -hmm. Can you share that very quickly? So we have an online video course that uh -huh. parents can watch it's about 30, 35 minutes. And then it comes with a workbook and it talks about how to raise kings and queens. Uh -huh. And part of that is confrontation, which I find a lot of parents don't do. They just think things are going to self-correct and run oh, on wow. autopilot. That does not work. Yeah. What we need to do is to operate in a spirit of freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. That okay. means heaven's top priority is freedom. My uh -huh. job is not to manage my kids' sin or mistakes. It's to help them manage their freedom. And right. so I have to learn to confront with freedom in mind. Not to win, mm -hmm. not to get my way mm -hmm. for freedom's Come sake. Oh man. Um, or how do I stay encouraged as a parent uh -huh. when they're losing their mind? Because yeah. that's happened. Our kids are our kids are great. We have great kids, but they're not perfect. Right. Um, or how do you do mistake management? Let's be honest. Most of parenting is after they've blown it. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah. what's the cleanup? So we give them step to step okay. what to say, mm -hmm. how to say it, mm -hmm. the journey. How to arrive and the whole point is to get them to use their freedom to be self-sufficient mm -hmm. on relying only on the voice of the leading of the holy spirit come on man it's a great resource we've had school districts use it uh -huh. they cut down their disciplinary issues by 56 percent wow. we had oil companies use it and they cut down the retention ratio by 80 percent okay i'm All telling right. you this thing is That's dynamic it. god's really been using it around the world well, you got a plane to catch. I do. But very quickly, um, how can we get hold of that resource? You can go to chrisestrada.tv. Click Chris, on chrisestrada.tv. Yes, sir. And uh -huh. click on store uh -huh. and go to find Limitless Influence on the Limitless Influence. I'm going to get one of those. <laughs> All right, man. Chris, I love you, man. I love you back. I love you so Thank much, you. man. Thank you for talking to me today. And uh, that's all, folks. We'll see you next time. God bless you.